0: Ray Coob on WMGK and WMGK.com, and I am joined by a member of the Hitmen who will be playing the Playhouse at Rodney Square on the 28th down in Wilmington. Jimmy Ryan, welcome. Hey, nice to see you. Nice to meet you you too, man. (laughs) But dude, you've had an amazing career, and uh, I guess I want to start like almost at the top here. One of the most amazing things you did in your career was many years spent working with the great Carly Simon yes yes indeed now i understand tell me if i'm right that that's your solo on your so Vain." is that right that's correct so do people ever ask you about the song subject since you played on it
1: (laughs) Uh, well only every single gig i've done is the
0: hitman since 2010 all right i just wanted to know if people ask you about it because it's one of the do. do you think she ever gets tired of hearing that question oh man seriously
1: well you know she she really
0: um,
1: she made that a thing in the in the past. I mean she right. sold it for some huge amount to I think the uh, vice president of NBC Sports or somebody. But mm-hmm. but she's published it in her book now.
0: That's uh, right, Boys in
1: the Trees. So,
0: can well, out. You uh, you did a lot of work with her, but you've done a lot of work with a ton of people. And I want to talk about that in our interview. But you've also got Golden Platinum Awards for your work on soundtracks. How did the soundtrack part of what you do come about?
1: It's one of those things where I always felt like being a musician, but but things don't always work out in the way you want them to. So when they're not working out, I, I would just sit down and reinvent myself. So I always loved classical music and I loved classical scoring. So I just put my mind to to learning how to do it. And then I started soliciting work and got it, and things went very well. I spent twenty years uh, scoring for TV
0: and successfully. Do you, it's hard to pick, but do you have a fave out of all the between the movies, the TV shows, and everything else you've scored for? Do you have a favorite? For different reasons,
1: but the one that really stands out to me is the Plutophiles. Um, that was Neil deGrasse Tyson, and, and who is a big hero of mine. And, me too. And I'm a big fan of the Hayden Planetarium, so getting that call was very special for me.
0: So did you get a call from Neil? Not
1: from Neil directly, oh. from the uh, the
0: producer of the movie. All right. Well, it would but be I did cool. <laughs>
1: like I did that... get a chance to shake hands and
0: talk to him. What was that like? He's a big guy he's much taller than <laughs> he's taller than he looks on TV <laughs> oh no he's, he's six and
1: change and, yeah. you know probably two three inches um, very polite extremely smart um, yes. just the nicest guy you could imagine he's just like his personality on TV he's just friendly fun easy going
0: and I thought that uh, after Stephen Hawking passed away that Neil might be in the running for smartest human so that's how much we're on the same page yeah I don't disagree. I'm with Jimmy Ryan from the Hitmen who are on tour and will be at the Playhouse of Rodney Square this Saturday, the 28th of April down in Wilmington. Um, I said before, you've recorded with an impressive list of artists as a session guy. What is your favorite session? What is your favorite record session that you played on over the years? Let me think about that. I know it's not easy because you did a lot. Gosh, it's really. Oh, okay, I got it. Uh,
1: working with Jim Webb. Yeah. I, I know, I, I mean, there were so many great sessions with Carly Simon. One one that comes to mind is um, The Garden. Mm-hmm. She and I both loved that song. It was never a hit, but it was just a wonderful song, and we had a tremendous amount of fun recording it. But Jim Webb, when I got to the studio, he was there, and I got a couple of winks from the other guys that were playing on the day, and we said, before we start, you got to sit down at the piano and you got to play us all the hits. And he sat at the piano and played us, you know, MacArthur's Park and uh-huh. Wichita Lineman, and, and all the. And it was just a fabulous experience.
0: That sounds pretty cool. Now, yeah. you've got uh, some pretty good compadres in your uh, unit called the Hitman. How did you guys decide to do this, you know, with. All that you have to do as far as soundtrack work, session work, work, touring work, whatever it is. How did you find the time, and how did Hitman as a band come together?
1: Um, this was really the brainchild of Don Ciccone um, and Lee Shapiro, who were former uh, Four Seasons. Lee, for years, had been trying to get Chalchi to do something with the old band that backed Frankie Valli, but Cherry but just didn't want to do it. He said, those days are gone, da 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 but then Jersey Boys came along, yeah. and it was just this big, gigantic opening to revisit it. And this time, Jerry said yes. So Jerry, Don, and Lee started it, and then they had a round it out. And Lee had worked a lot with um, Larry Gates, a bass player in, on session work, so he invited Larry and then they kind of scratched their head and they said well we need a guitarist and Don suggested me because we had been in the critters together we'd also were roommates at Villanova so they called me and i thought it was a, a tremendous idea i didn't realize what i was getting into because they were <laughs> calling me to be the frankie valley voice uh-oh Now i had i had never sung falsetto like that before so so i i Pulled out all my vocal training and exercises to to shoot my upper range up. And, you know, over time, I managed to get it.
0: You mentioned that uh, you went to Villanova, which means you're familiar with uh, the Philadelphia area. But I understand that uh, one of your compadres, one of your friends that you ended up playing with uh, at Villanova was uh, a Philly favorite, a guy I grew up loving, Jim Croce.
1: Well, I didn't play with him at Villanova. I knew him there, but um, not, not as a big artist. Uh, that didn't happen until later.
0: Till I was going to say, you were just kids going to Villanova then, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he left in 1966, and I left in early 67. Um, and then we re met through a mutual friend, uh, Tommy West, who was a uh, big producer. He eventually formed a label um, with Mary Tyler Moore. And he signed Jim and then called me in and said, Hey, I, I just signed an old friend of ours. So you want to come in and play on it? And I said, Who? Oh. And he said, and I went, Whoa!
0: <laughs> excellent. You played on a few of his records. Uh, was it Bad, yeah. Bad, Bad Bad Leroy Brown? One of them, was that right? That's one, and uh, you don't mess around with Jim. He Only two players. of his biggest records, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you going to do? I couldn't get on the
1: good ones. Um, <laughs> no, he, he had uh, Maury Neuhausen, whose album I also played on, his solo album. I played guitar for Jim's guitar player. But anyway, uh, Maury did all the guitar work. I actually played bass with Jim on those sessions.
0: When, uh, when you're not playing music, writing it or recording it or touring, what's your favorite off-the-road, non-work activity? Wow.
1: It's kind of hard to imagine because the music is so much a part of my life. I like to read. You know, I live in the country now. I kind of left the city life. Uh, so the minute you get out of a place that's got an acre or two, then there's the gardening and the keeping up of the house. I'm
0: that's true. That. I learned that. I love fixing things. Well, that's I, I just cool. love fixing things. All right. I so, want to play a little uh, word association with you now. Okay? okay. I'm going to mention an artist that you've played with and uh, tell me a little something. Okay. Cat Stevens.
1: A, a strange, very inward, but unbelievably, unbelievably talented person. We we did some tracks with him, and they just sounded ordinary. But the second he opened his mouth, they became magical. Yeah. There was something about his voice that brought it all to life and brought it all together, and it didn't happen until he did that.
0: That's it. it that's very indicative of the talent that you're working with, too. Sure. Uh, tell us a little something about working with Elton John. I didn't know I was... What? I got called on that session
1: to play with this new artist called Kiki D, who nobody had ever heard of. She never made a record before. That's right. And I get into the studio. I tell this story in our show, and I get into the studio, and there's Elton John. I'm like, what is Elton John doing here? Well, <laughs> Elton John and Kiki were Elton discovered her, uh-huh. and he was her first producer. And then eventually, he actually did duets with her, like "Don't Go Breaking My Heart."
0: I remember but it. what
1: I worked on. What I worked on was her first album, Paul which McCartney was originally. Oh, yeah, sorry Paul McCartney but, but, that was a pinch myself moment we were uh We were doing some vocals uh in Air London George Martin studio and uh it wasn't going really well. We couldn't figure out what to do and at some point, Richard Perry the producer, stopped giving us feedback, and we're like, "Is he going to say something? What's going on because we're out in the studio, and he's in the control room right and I kind of look over Carly's shoulder and I see somebody in the control room and I say. Whoa! Wait a minute! No way! And it was McCartney. He was working in the studio next door, and he just—you know—these these kind of artists can walk into any session they want, any they want. And he did. He came into our session, and he hit the talkback button. He says, "Well, oh, Richard's telling me you're having a bit of trouble with the vocals. Uh, would you like a little bit of help?" <laughs> so. <laughs> So we all looked at each other. Are you kidding me? And uh, so he he came out into the studio and came up with some ideas for the vocals. And needless to say, uh, it was exactly the right part in about five seconds. And uh, he sang with us. I I have a picture of us with him.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. One more one more before I let you go. Uh, sure. t- tell me about your uh, session or sessions with Mick Jagger.
1: I didn't do any sessions with Mick Jagger. Mick- oh. Did them with Carly.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: oh, happened, it's just, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, so what happened was he and I were both on your are So Vain. He doubled her vocals.
0: I never knew so, that.
1: Yeah, so I, yeah, if you listen to it carefully, you will So vine, you'll
0: hear him. <laughs> I'll listen. Next time I hear the song, so, I'm so definitely we going to listen
1: to that. We were on the same session, but I didn't actually do like a stone session. That would have been nice. But, oh, Yeah. But, they, they don't call outside guitar players
0: very often. They, they seem to have the guitar <laughs> business covered in that band, yeah. I think so. I think what, so. You've done so much, Jimmy. Is there, is there anything out there that you've thought... I mean, you're doing the band now with these guys, and you've done mm-hmm. all these different things, and you've you got a great story. Is there anything you would thought, wow, wouldn't it be great someday to do this or that? Yeah.
1: What I've never done is I've never played at a full house at Madison Square Garden. You know, to play with somebody that would do that, like, mm, let's see, Peter Gabriel, Mm. uh, one of my all-time heroes, or um, Bruce Springsteen or somebody like that, that would be a fun experience. Whether I'd like to be on tour for six months with anybody, no, never. But, you know, to do a date like that in front of an audience that big would really be fun.
0: But you have because of your life that you've built as a musician, you have the option of not being on tour for six months, and that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Coob here with Jimmy Ryan from The Hitman, who are playing at the Playhouse at Rodney Square in Wilmington on the 28th. That's this Saturday night. Go see him if you can. Jimmy, thanks for your time. I want to come see your band next time you pass through.
1: Very welcome. Thanks so much for talking to me.
0: Jimmy Ryan, our guest on WMGK and WMGK.com.